Welcome to the Two Geeks in a Microphone podcast, your one-stop shop for television, movie, video games, comic books, book reviews, and more. Now, without further ado, here's Steven and Mike. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the Two Geeks and a Microphone Show. I am your host, Mr. Stephen Boster, along with the one, the only, Mr. Michael Shanks. Mike, say hey to everybody. Good morning to all you geeks out there in Geekdom Land. Violent night, bloody night, all are dead. Santa Claus killed them all. No, I'm just kidding, everybody. Hey, that is our big main event today that we are going to talk about. Um, is we are going to review nice. Violent Night. Um, and so we have not talked about it. We made sure we said save it for the podcast. And so we have been doing that. So I'm pretty excited about it. But um, Along with the today, today um, we've got all kinds of neat stuff for the show. Um, first off, everybody, I want to tell you uh, really about our sponsorship that we have going on right now. We have Audible. We actually, where you can do an Audible trial with us. Audible. So I love audiobooks, everybody. A lot of people know that I love audiobooks. And um, I have over 140 audiobooks in my Audible account. And I love it's it. It's not so. so. Say it's not so. <laughs> it is so. So here's why I love Audible. Audible, I can get all kinds of different audiobooks on all kinds of spectrum, sci-fi, thrillers, um, all kinds of different programs. There's meditation stuff. There's motivation. There's podcasts. Even yours truly, our podcast is on Audible. And so for new subscribers, new members to Audible, you can get your first 30 days for free, which means you get one Audible credit to choose from the thousands of titles that are available to you. Um, and right now, um, my favorites are really the Shakespeare Star Wars or Star Wars Shakespeare series by Ian Desher. It's like listening to the Star Wars movies, but in Shakespearean prose. It's got music, sound effects, different voices, all that kind of stuff. So if you're interested, please check out audibletrial.com slash two geeks. I'm going to put that up on the screen for those that are watching the show. Oh, no, that's our Kofi one. <laughs> Here's audibletrial.com slash two geeks, T-W-O-G-E-E-K-S. Go to that website and you will learn more about the Audible trial and all the cool membership things that are available to you. All right. Every time you say dot com, all I can hear is peanut from Jeff Jeff, uh, Dunham. Jeff Dunham. <laughs> when, oh, peanut, when peanut says Jeff Dunham dot com. Oh, <laughs> uh, Jeff, why do you have an extra F in your name? It's a, it's an unused F. I love me some Jeff Dunham. Right on. So, all right. Well, um, all right, Mike. You ready to roll with uh, the, uh, how shall we say, the news? The geeky news. All right. Yes. 
Okay. I just have a couple headlines in the geeky news today. Okay. First off, uh, this is a movie that we've been hearing rumors and rumors and rumors and rumors. Um, but I, I think things are starting to pan out and I believe the rumors might possibly be happening. I'm hoping so. Okay. Um, so the rumor is that Beetlejuice two is going to happen. Um, oh, with Michael were, Keaton and the whole bit. Yes. Uh, they're, they're saying that Michael Keaton and one, one writer should return in their roles which I am very excited about. We all know Michael Keaton loves that role. I mean, man, you, you, you talk about eating up the scenery. Yeah. Yeah. He definitely eat up the scenery <laughs> on that one. But anyway, uh, Brad Pitt's production company has been showing interest in Beetlejuice too. And, uh, and this is according to chip So apparently it's like a Disney uh, site, uh, a Disney I guess kind like of like a Disney thing. news site. Yeah. Disney news site or something. Okay. But, uh, they're reporting that Brad Pitt's uh, production company is showing interest in it. Um, so I'm hopeful. Uh, recently. Um, yeah. Uh, Tim Burton had made a comment about it and he yeah. kind of, he kind of alluded, no, nah, see, I'm not, I'm not doing that. We're not doing that. But if I was going to, ah, that kind of, I see that kind of makes you think, yeah, he's, he's doing it. He just can't say it officially. So I'm hopeful it's going to happen. Um, I know that's kind of on the rumor side, but yeah. <laughs> right. Well, that's kind of a fun rumor though. Okay. Right. Right. All right. We'll, cool. We'll we'll keep an eye on this, and as soon as we find out something, we'll be letting everyone know. Right. Um, the other news I have: uh, apparently, some DC animated content has been axed by HBO Max. Um, imagine that. <laughs> mm-hmm. But the one that got my interest was uh, apparently there was a animated feature called Batman: The Cape Crusader. Okay. Um, and unfortunately, HBO has put the ma- put the axe to it, but there's a possibility. HBO Max has put the axe. Yeah, okay. there you go. <laughs> axe by Max. Uh, <laughs> hey, I like that. Axe by Max. <laughs> you might go with that every time they axe something. Right. <laughs> we um, may be saying that a lot lately. <laughs> who knows? So, uh, but apparently Amazon is interested in picking this show and up. And picking so, it up? Very um, nice. The, the really interesting thing about this is, well, there's there's part of this that makes me cringe and then part of this that really makes me happy. Okay. So the show is by none other than Jar Jar Abrams himself. Jar Jar Abrams. <laughs> For those who don't know, J.J. Abrams did The Force Awakens and he did Sky, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Well, he uh, so. also did Lost, and yeah, know, well, Star yeah, but Trek I'm referring and... to I'm referring to the nickname Jar Jar Abrams. <laughs> I'm not anyway, but but the brighter side of that is it's also created by Bruce Tim, who is the original creator of the Batman animated animated series, series. which is mm-hmm. the most awesome Batman animated se- series in history. So. With that said, I have high hopes for this. If Bruce mm-hmm. Tim's involved, 
I think this is something that we should be watching for. So. I think I remember us talking about that long, long time ago. Yeah, that we were excited because with up. Bruce Tim, and we we're like, yep. ooh, and then. Yeah, that's kind of cool. If Netflix picks up some DC stuff that DC doesn't want to make. Well, this is Amazon. Amazon. Or excuse me, Amazon. I'm sorry. Thanks. Uh, If that Amazon doesn't want to make, excuse me, that DC doesn't want to make, but Amazon will pick it up. I'm sure there's like a franchise fee or whatever, but, but I'm, I'm up for it. I'm, I I think it'd be great. Well, if Bruce Tim's involved, I'm definitely giving it a, a chance. So. Yeah, absolutely. Big shout out, Brian. Good morning, Brian from Three Geeky Dads. Great to have you here with us. Um, But we also have Dalton. uh, Dalton V. Welcome. Welcome to the show. Hey, that's my nephew. I was just going to say, when's dad going to figure it out? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I'm trying to rearrange my computer. That's all right. Hey, everybody. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about things that are coming up news wise. We do need to discuss this, everybody. I think this is the best part of the time in our geeky news Two geeks. If you are a subscriber to our Kofi, okay. At the $1, the $2 or $3 level, we have a special classic sci-fi event. That classic sci-fi event is we are going to watch Santa Claus conquers the Martians, Martians. 1964 film. And we are inviting you to join us. So we are actually going to do a private webinar to where you can join us. We're going to put the link into for our subscribers. Um, and we're going to do it in two weeks, two weeks from now. And uh, we'll get you all the all the information. It's going to be on our in our Kofi pages. So where you can come in, we're got, all going to watch it together. And you guys can join us in the chat and make comments and right. and. But the rest of the geeky, the two geeks family will be all on video, but we will also have it on the screen so you can watch it with us because it is, is a public domain movie. And so there's no big deal about us streaming and we've already tested it and we're pretty excited about it. So, yeah, if you are not a Kofi subscriber and you'd like to watch this, you can get in even at the dollar level. You can get yep. in and, and, and view this with us. So come join the fun. Uh, December 17th, we said. Yep. yep. Two weeks. 17th. Um, and it will be after our morning recording. So after yes. our regular, regular stream, mm-hmm. we will take a break, take a short break and then come back and, and do that. So. Yep, it's gonna be fun. It's good. It's kind of yeah. like all of the, the whole two geeks family, our Kofi subscribers, and us here doing like our own style of mystery, mystery science, science theater, theater two thousand. Right? <laughs> mystery science theater three thousand is just glorious. I love it. Right, and this is like a perfect movie for them. I, I'll bet they've probably done this movie most likely. Maybe so. Yeah. So we have not seen it. We did preview a little bit here and there of it, but we have not seen. Oh, it looks gloriously bad. (laughs) I can't wait. (laughs) Oh, I can't wait. (laughs) Yeah. So tying in our Christmas and sci-fi classic sci-fi, we thought it'd be a lot of fun. So I'm, I'm pretty excited about it. All right. All right. We ready to anything else on geeky news, Mike? Nope. That's all I got for today. Right on. Okay, so next is dun dun dun. Well, you don't need that private. We're right here now. What is it? Now what is it? 
I'm having trouble with the radar, sir. What's wrong with it? I've lost the bleeps, I've lost the sweeps, and I've lost the creeps. The what? The what? And the what? You know, the bleeps. The sweeps. And the creeps. <laughs> That's not all he's lost. <laughs> yep, and the same can be said about us. Classic anyway. spaceballs. Classic spaceballs. So, classic right. spaceballs. It's just spaceballs. There's only one spaceballs, right? But it is a classic. <laughs> yes, so I'm just kidding. Yes. All right. So, um, so I everybody, I had to get up early this week, and uh, like at three thirty in the morning, I was going in for some testing and stuff, and so I had to get up, and start drinking this stuff. So I was up for a little while. So I decided to watch the first two episodes of the new Disney plus Willow series. Oh yeah. And we are going to cover Willow too. We are. And, um, uh, and so if, if you're asking the question out there, if you're thinking about watching it or not, if you like fantasy adventure, the story is actually really interesting. Um, it's, it's the, do you have to watch the first Willow? The the movie Willow, the old you know movie you know the George Lucas character, the you know kind of thing with Val Kilmer and stuff. Uh, no, you don't. They do a nice job of kind of recapping that at the beginning of the first episode, and then beyond that, then it just goes on its own own storytelling and stuff. Uh-huh. So there it's uh, there's one character in there that just annoys the tar out of me. You can kind of see some of where the story's going with it, but is it fun? Yes. Is it good quality? Actually, it was better than I thought it would be quality wise and stuff. So I am intrigued after two episodes. I do want to finish the series. So that's, that's my quick review of that. Okay. Big question. How many yeah. Steven skips? Zero. Ooh, okay. See, that speaks volumes there. If there's no Steven Skips, then yeah. Okay. Yep. No and Steven Skips. We plan on covering the original Willow movie in just a few weeks here. Uh, on the on the 17th. So oh, after we oh, do okay. the... There we go. Yep. And so oh, I, be- I better watch it soon. <laughs> right? Uh-huh. Full disclosure, I have never actually watched Willow. So, uh, Which is surprising since you're a George Lucas fan. I am, but I was, see, you know, you, you got to remember that came out in, in the late 80s, and I just wasn't into fantasy flicks. And sure. More sure, of a sure. fantasy flick. So it I, is. It, back then, it wasn't on my radar. Yeah. So I sure. want to watch Willow, and I think I think I should watch the movie before I watch the TV. It does. It will give you context. Right. It, it will give you context. Uh, I just, don't, the reason I can say you can start watching the series without it is because I can't remember the movie. <laughs> So you're saying that they give a really nice recap the way uh, I think it was Obi-Wan gave a really good recap of Revenge of the Well, actually, the entire prequels, all three prequels. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yep. All right. So uh, is that it for your geek? That's mine. That's my geek news. Yes. Or my my geek dar. All right. So my geek (laughs) dar. Um, actually this was brought to my attention by a, uh, friend at work. His name's Ed had messaged me at work and he's like, Hey, have you watched this? And I was like, no, actually I haven't. Uh, I'll check it out when I get a chance. Hopefully I'll check it out tonight or tomorrow. 
so I watched it this morning. It's it's a half hour long, but it's well worth the watch. It's on YouTube. It's Adam Savage and um, Adam Savage of the Mythbusters, which I I like Adam. He's he's really cool. Adam does some awesome builds and and all this good stuff. Mm-hmm. He's an avid model builder not you know along with all the sciencey stuff that he's done in the past does it doesn't he also s- disguise himself at comic cons yes. and stuff mm-hmm. yes he does okay yes. oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. great videos of oh his, yeah, he, co- yeah of his costumes so okay. uh one of his favorite places to go is the smithsonian though and the smithsonian cool. has the original star trek enterprise model that was actually used for all of the intro shots, you know, the the opening shots of the of the television series. Oh, the opening sequences and yeah. stuff. Yes. Wow. Sorry. They have the original model. The thing is eleven feet long, and get this: it's made mostly of wood, not plastics. It is made mostly of wood. Dude, that thing's heavy. I bet. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It was so funny because the curator, she's telling about the model and she says, you know, the model is actually designed to be put on a single pole as a stand, which is what they used for the shots. And and, which makes sense. You know, she goes, it is not displayed here because it makes the curator nervous. (laughs) (laughs) I thought that was hilarious. I was like, that's awesome. So, um, yeah, she gets some great details about it. And um, they brought in some some uh, folks from ILM to help uh, to help restore the model and everything. Just beautiful details in this model. Uh, You know, even if you're not a Star Trek fan, I'm not the biggest Star Trek fan in the world, Mm -hmm. but I have a great appreciation for models. And I really have a great appreciation for models that are used in in movies and stuff like that. I find that intriguing. Um, So, So that's on my Geek Dark today. I, I highly recommend it. It's on YouTube. It's Adam Savage, Smithsonian, Star Trek. Uh, oh, okay. Look up those things and you'll find it pretty quick. So Very that's, nice. That's my Geek Dark today. The, Brian says the 11-foot filming model. Yes. Whoa. Yeah, it, it is amazing, too. Oh, beautiful. I mean, they get into the paint detail on it. It even has the, the original pencil markings on the hull of the ship which signifies the the panels you know the, the, those are actually pencil drawings just pencil wow. it's amazing anyway That's moving on cool. to our main event dun, dun. do we don't have a main event theme do we i don't have a main i got to come up with something Come up with something. <laughs> right. Right. All right, everybody. We are here today. Thank you so much for joining us um, to talk My about. My inspiration for sound effects is when Steven starts making up his own sound effects on the fly. So then I have to come up with something. <laughs> <laughs> that's, right. that's Steven telling me, get to work. <laughs> right. <laughs> you slacker. <laughs> <laughs> right. <laughs> Anyway, you're so funny. All right. We're here to talk about Violent Night, the new uh, David Harbour 
right? David Harbour. Uh, hold on. I got the IMDb somewhere here. Um, yes. David Harbour. Yep. David Harbour of uh, Stranger Things. Fame. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. He, he was also. Um, Hellboy. Uh, oh, yeah. He did the latest like Hellboy movie. Was I, didn't him. <laughs> I didn't watch that. Uh, <laughs> okay. So here's the deal. So everybody, here's what we're going to do. We're going to give our general review, non-spoiler uh, review. Oh, give he our also rating. played Alexi. He played Alexi in, in Marvel. Oh, Black he Widow. did in Black, in Black Widow. Widow, the Black Widow movie. Yes. yes. Um, so um, we're going to give our big review, overall review, uh, give a rating, um, and then we will go into spoilerific territory. So if you have not seen it yet, you may not have because it launched yesterday. So it did not launch on Thursday here yeah, locally for us. I am. Uh-oh. I think Steven froze up. What? Yeah, you froze up. Oh, you froze up weird. on my side anyway. I don't know. Oh, okay. Um, I don't know if you froze up on YouTube. I uh, I don't know. But anyway, so we'll continue so on. So, uh, big, big, dun, 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 big, uh, big. Uh, how shall I say this? A big. Um, uh, it, it did not start on Thursday here locally. Um, so it came out yesterday. So if you I don't know what's going on here. Okay, Brian says I didn't I didn't freeze up. So I'm not frozen up on uh Brian says on Facebook. So we're probably okay, I'm, good. I'm having some issues on my side, I think. Okay. Cuz you keep freezing up and then yeah. Uh not on YouTube, I'm not frozen up. So I don't know what's going on. And all. Okay. So we'll just keep going. Um so Let's, uh, (laughs) Brian says, still not frozen. (laughs) Sweet. All right, everybody. So here's the dealio. So, uh, uh, Mike, what out of what do you want to give this? What's our rating? Okay. Uh, Brenda suggested something tonight or last night. Um, I think we'll go with it. We're going to go with sledgehammers. Okay, do we want to call them skull crushers? Uh, or do- yeah, heck yeah. <laughs> okay, all right. <laughs> right. All right, so here I we go. I don't want you going. I don't want you saying, well, I'm going to have to give it an E now because you said... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> right. All right, so here's the Delioso. So now, um, you want to go first or you want me to go first? Uh, go ahead. We- we have not talked about this, you guys. No, we, we saved it not. for the podcast. So um, I'll be open with you guys. I give it a 10 out of 10. Wow. I, Dang. This, this is my <laughs> new favorite Christmas movie that I will definitely watch every year. Um, wow. I enjoyed this movie. Is it a perfect movie? No. Well, but no, I'm giving no it ten out of ten perfect. because yeah, no movie's perfect. But but I had a blast with this movie. Oh. So uh, Kelly and Troy were both with me. Um, as we talk about different things, as we go into spoilerific territory, I'll explain some things. You know what we shared with each other. Um, but it was absolutely a blast. People have said it's a cross between um, Die Hard and Home Alone. <laughs> um, it. It is. It is a cross between Die Hard and Home Alone. And okay. and I'll reference in the spoilerific territory why people are saying that. 
Full, full um, disclosure, full disclosure. I actually have never watched Die Hard, and I think that's because it is oh, such a great movie, and it's one of those movies I kind of pride myself on. I actually haven't seen it. Anyway, so oh, I've never oh, actually oh. watched Die Hard. I have watched Home Alone, unfortunately, and I am so sick and tired of Home Alone. I can't stand that movie anymore. Yeah, yeah, this movie is way better than freaking Home Alone. <laughs> it is it, it is better than Home Alone. Now, here's why people say Die Hard has this whole big thing. Real quick, everybody. Die Hard, people say, is it an action movie or is it a Christmas movie? Well, right. it's both. It is a Christmas movie and it's an action movie. I, I really enjoy, I love Die Hard, the first one. The other ones are okay, but the first one's the best. And, um, and it is totally a, uh, how shall I say? <laughs> Um, this movie is, I get why they say die hard. I understand that. And I understand why they say home alone. It is a good mix, but it is different. And it's a genre in and of its own because it was action. It was comedy. It was horror. <laughs> I mean, and it was, and it was Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it was Christmas. Yes. I shouldn't say horror, but it was, yeah, would, it has, would, it has horror. its gory moments. <laughs> gore, gore, but not horror. Good, yeah. good call. I'll yes. give you gore. Yeah, I'll give you gore. Yes. Right okay. Yeah. So, all right. So, Mike, what, what's your a hey, Sage Page? Welcome, Welcome to the party, pal. <laughs> 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 Quote from uh, good old Die Hard. Well done. Well done. <laughs> so, um, I, you know, I I thought long and hard about what I was scoring this as. Um, originally I was going to give it a nine, but I had to knock it down a notch. Um, and I only knocked it down a notch for two reasons. Okay. Um, one is just because the way Santa acts in the very beginning and when we see him and start to see things happen, I won't Mm -hmm. go into details on it, but I was like, okay, this wasn't exactly what I was signing up for, but then all of a sudden it kicked into high gear and I went, yes, this is what I paid for. So I, I took a notch off for that. And um, I was also disappointed that we never actually got to see. we She was mentioned, but we never got to see Mrs. Claus. And I would have liked to have seen Mrs. Claus. So with that said, I will give this an 8 out of 10. I love this movie. I thought this movie was awesome. Okay. Um and if, if those two things, if those would have changed, this probably would have been a 10 for me, too, because, man, it, this was a really good movie. This is definitely going to go on my holiday rotation. This will be a yearly Christmas movie. I will not. I will not make this my number one Christmas movie. Number one Christmas Christmas movie for me will always be Christmas Vacation. Nobody tops the Griswolds. <laughs> Sorry, Santa. You can't top Clark. Clark is still the best, but, but this was freaking amazing. It, it is such a good film. Would you say it's worth seeing in the theater? Heck yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, definitely. Um, seeing it on, on the big screen is a lot of fun. It's um, a lot of fun. You know, So, would you get tickets again? <laughs> Because I didn't get that's to go begging. see it. Well, that wasn't my fault. <laughs> so I would say um, I would probably be willing to go see it again. I yeah. it, it, we 
we've got that Regal Unlimited pass, so that's a no-brainer. We're like, yeah. I mean, if I've got the time where I can go see it again, I probably right. would go see it again. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely will have it as part of my collection um, oh, when it comes out because it was just, it's just a lot of fun. Um, and also, yeah. So, all right. I don't want to go into too much without going into our, give our spoiler warnings or anything else we want to talk about. If you guys haven't seen the movie, the story overall is, um, Santa, um, is, is having kind of a rough go of where, you know, at the beginning where he's, you know, he's kind of kids he's, are getting more selfish these days and he's self-absorbed whether he should be Santa Claus. He's doubting whether or not. And then there's a family that has a vault very much reminiscent of Die Hard. They have a vault. These people try to go to break in. And there's this little girl that uh, who still believes in Santa Claus. He finds himself there in the midst of the whole heist going on and he just like die hard he's the fly in the ointment and but the, i like can, the way you put that fly in the ointment. yeah the the uh what did he say in the movie gopher or, gopher. or something yeah like. they kept calling him gopher i was like yeah gopher? a gopher I right i'm I didn't like i get that right i was like are you trying to make a caddyshack reference you know <laughs> yeah. that one so, quite kind of didn't go over well yeah so at it, least these, for me it didn't yeah, agreed. And so then the little girl um, is the connection between her and Santa is the heart behind this film. So not only is it comedy and action, um, but it is also got some heart that I didn't expect to be open with you. Yeah. And that is the the character development in the whole thing, which was really interesting and stuff. So anyway, needless to say, that's the premise of the film. Santa takes care of the bad guys and, <laughs> and, and I don't, I don't want to say anymore because I don't want to spoil anything else. <laughs> All right, we everybody, we ready to go into spoilerific territory? Yes. All right. Dun 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 dun. Right, we got something invading our chat. That's okay. We're getting take care of. Don't worry about it. Can you can you take care of that? Okay. okay. Um. So a couple things I wanted to cover. We we already talked about the fact that David Harbor plays Santa Claus. Um. John, I cannot say his name. Leg leg leguizzi. Leguizamo, like if anyone knows how to say Leguizamo or something Leguizamo? like that, yeah. Leguizamo. But yeah, he's, anyway, yes, he plays the ba- the main bad guy in it, and he names himself "quote unquote" Scourge. Um, something I wanted to say about him is he actually voiced the Riddler in the the Batman uh, audio adventures that that's available on HBO Max and available oh. as a podcast. In Hope, which I, oh had as my uh geekdar i think last week and stuff so um he he did a great riddler too okay yeah Yeah, Uh i like that and there is actually a connection of this movie to my all-time favorite christmas movie christmas vacation and i didn't realize it till i got home and i was looking at the imdb do you have any idea what that is steven is that beverly d'angelo yeah, I didn't realize that Gertrude was actually Beverly D'Angelo. Looks very I didn't different. 
recognizer. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was like, I got home and I saw that. I was like, oh my gosh. (laughs) That's a a great example of Hollywood plastic surgery gone wrong. Yeah. You ain't kidding. Yeah. (laughs) She doesn't look like herself anymore. No, she doesn't. Uh, but, it's unfortunate, but, but she but did she, a great job in it. Yes, she did a great job. She did a fabulous job in it. So, so looks aside, she did a yeah fantastic job. And yeah. uh, uh, Lee Bra- Bra- Lee Brady, who played Trudy, the little girl, she was incredible. I loved the kid. The kid was amazing. Yep. All right, so we can move on from there. Okay, sure. Real quick, everybody. The reason why people say it's Home Alone versus Die Hard. Okay, so Die Hard, you've got the Christmas story, you've got the action and stuff. But in the movie, in the second fight with Santa Claus, he pulls into his bag and he's trying to find weapons or something. He's like, video game, video game, video game. game. I love that. He's like, Die Hard 2 movie, you know, (laughs) you know, kind of a thing. And then, um, and so there's that point. And then, Santa tells the little girl she's up in she's hiding up in the attic and he tells the little girl to uh you know you know try to oh, wait a def- minute wait a minute he go he he's he he makes the comment how come kids don't want like swords or anything anymore <laughs> he does he does yeah I was get to that in a minute but so so yeah so he it, but it is true he's like no one's getting guns or swords or stuff like that so then he's telling the girl up in the attic to Hey, uh, you know, defend yourself with, or, you know, however you can. And then that's later on brings up the home alone movement. And, um, and I, I, I don't know if we want to talk about that now. We can talk about that later, but there are times I cringed in this, in that was the, one of those moments in there, I, I cringed quite a bit. Oh yeah. 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 And, and I, the, the home alone parts were, yeah. Much more better, much more better home. than Home Alone. Cheers. By golly, cheers! <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, way yes. better than Home Alone. She makes Kevin look like nothing. <laughs> well, I think it's because we got really what we wanted out of Home Alone. Home Alone is the PG version of stuff going bad <laughs> or wrong, but we got we got some good stuff. So we'll talk about that in a little bit. So anyway. That's why people call it the cross between Die Hard and Home Alone. There's a heist. People are taking over. You've got, you know, you, you've got uh, those who have been captured and then you know, and torture and people getting killed. I mean, it, it does very. It is a uh, very much a similar framework, similar story to Die Hard, but. Um, it does have that Home Alone element in it too, and I loved it. I really you know, enjoyed I, it. I did not expect the Home Alone element at all either. I, I was completely surprised by that. I had no idea that was going to be a part of this film at all. Yeah. And when it happened, I was like, "Oh, this is perfect. I love it." <laughs> yeah. It, the funny thing is, so you know the what happens with Santa Claus. Uh, <laughs> is well, they already took out two of the eight, and and I would just the point I was like, oh, this isn't. We're not going to get any good kills or anything, you know. I thought this was going to be a whole bunch of whatever. Well, about that uh-huh. time is is when the next the whole, you know, the whole death squad team comes into place, and well, obviously okay. a plot twist that they're also in on it. So we 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 open up, 
and and we opened up at a bar, which is or in a pub in in England, which was freaking hilarious. I love this scene. So Santa's sitting at a bar in a pub drinking a beer, and then another Santa Claus comes in, you know, and he's like, "Oh, rough night," and and, and he's just like. Yeah, you 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 wouldn't even know how much of a rough night it is and all this stuff. He he goes, "You finish up your shift?" No, I'm kind of on break right now. <laughs> right? <laughs> and then the bartender, she goes, "Are you driving?" And he goes, "Well, I'm just kind of steering a little bit. The reindeer actually do all the work." And <laughs> she's just rolling her eyes like, "Oh god. Come on." You know, right. and the other Santa's like, "Give him a break. You know, it's Christmas Eve and He's Santa and we, we have a rough time and, you know, and all this stuff. So anyway, uh, and then Santa goes, or he, he's like, all right, I got to get back to work and all this stuff. And he, he goes out and she's yelling at him. Hey, you can't go that way. That goes to the roof. And she goes up on the roof and he's already taken off and she sees the sleigh and the reindeer. And she's just like, oh my gosh, it really is him. Oh, and he gave her a gift for her son or grandkid, one of the two. And she's like, how did he, how did, you know, she completely couldn't understand how he knew all this and everything. But as he's flying over her and she's in awe, he throws up on her. Right. (laughs) It was so freaking funny. (laughs) Yeah. We laughed quite a bit on that. Oh my Uh, gosh. It was hilarious. But now, so then we get to the point where Santa's delivering the packages and he gets to, I guess that house was on the complex where the family was at I or nearby. I don't know. And it looked like it was a pretty upscaled, rich, you know, home and stuff. And he gets uh-huh. in there. Well, it, I don't know. It had the cookies that she made, didn't it? I think it might've been where they were actually staying. I don't know. Anyway, um, so he goes to eat the cookie, which he's like, Oh, homemade. Hmm, good. And oh yeah. He, that was all on that compound. Yeah. I wasn't for sure right. which part that's you were right. talking yeah. about. Yes. And then he goes to drink the milk and he's like, Oh, skim milk, which I agree with. Him. Right. And then he starts eyeing <laughs> the place and he sees the liquor, uh, uh, yeah. Cabinet or whatever. And he's yeah. like, Oh, and he grabs the brandy. <laughs> So he's drinking brandy and eating with cookies and he's like, Hmm, good mix. I was like, Oh my gosh, there's no way that can be a good mix. (laughs) I also like when he took that and he sat down in the, in the massage chair. Yeah. yes. (laughs) Just relaxing in the massage chair. Oh my gosh. That was, that was a great scene. But so then we have the, the scene with the, with the bad guys and everything. And Santa is kind of running for the hills. And this is the moment where I'm going, wait a minute, wait a minute. I want this. All right. Pardon the expression. I want my badass Santa. Who's going to kill, kill the naughty people. Cause that's mm-hmm. the way it was portrayed in the trailers and stuff. Right. I'm like, I, I paid for badass Santa killing naughty people. Give me my right. badass Santa. I I want him. You know, so at that moment, I was like, "Wait a minute, is this what I paid for?" And then a little bit later, it starts to kick into the high gear, and you you 
you start to understand why he reacts the way he does in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Of it. And I was like, okay, all right, I get it now. Because as it goes along, you find out Santa hasn't always been Santa. <laughs> right. All right. Well, I think that speaks to the whole point of, I know you said you didn't like the, the opening, the bar, the, the bar scene at the beginning with Santa. No, I, I like the bar scene. I love the bar scene. The bar scene is incredible. Well, I just, I was, go ahead. I, I was just a little iffy on him being kind of the, the wimpy meeker, me, meager, meek Santa. Is I, I actually, I, I thought that was great because it, it set up the whole character development of the film because here well, he yeah. is, he's tired. He's along. I, I got it. Right. But, right. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. No, no, no. I was just saying that that was the whole thing of setting up where he has been. So, um, you know, just exhausted. The kids, you know, are really about themselves and they showed, you know, they had the clips where he was giving people just want cash, cash, cash video game or something, you know, kind of a thing. Uh, I know his pain too. <laughs> <laughs> Megan, did you hear that? He just talked about I hate getting cash and gift cards and stuff like that. <laughs> what do you want for Christmas? Money. <laughs> How about how about I give you a lump of coal right up your oh wait a minute wait a minute yeah kind of thing well let me ask you this. what was your favorite part what was your favorite part oh oh my gosh that's so hard to there were so many cool parts in this movie I mean one just when Santa started being the badass and and mm-hmm. and he tells us about Skull Crusher. <laughs> right i was like yeah this is my santa claus i like this guy <laughs> um that i and i love i love the whole uh uh yeah like we were saying the the home alone aspect of it the little okay. girl and her booby traps those were mm-hmm. great fantastic um i don't know there's just too many scenes to, to pick so- one let, let me go back to skull crusher when we learn about skull crusher and being his hammer you know kind of a thing and you know, i his, so wanted somebody to reference milnor <laughs> right um i was like why are we not getting a thor reference in here why yeah. not <laughs> right oh, right God. so i thought it was funny how he how shall i say he <laughs> He is telling the girl about Skull Crusher. Oh, yeah, just line up three heads right in a row. You know, just like, oh, my goodness, Santa Claus is telling this little girl about. But it made sense because they it actually became part of the story of which she in mm-hmm. was inspiring him. You were, you know you you are good that was your past and then she says but now i need your past to save who you are kind of a so, thing yeah we should probably explain so santa claus reveals that before he was santa claus how many years did he say is like 11? it was like at least 1100 years or something like yeah, that yeah it was a long time and that he was some kind of uh uh he was a thief a pillager right. uh you know you know some type of made him look um, like a viking warrior or yeah, something like a something nordic viking event. something yes yeah mm-hmm. i mean they didn't really explain exactly who no but i wanted more of that lore 
Oh yeah, I, I'm. I I kind of want the which pre, we didn't get. I want the pre-story. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I, I, I kind of hope there's a prequel and a sequel to this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I so want a prequel. I want to see how he was before. I mean, I know we get these little glimpses of it, but no, 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 no. I want a full movie. I want a full mm-hmm. movie of how bad he actually was. And then I want a sequel showing us how he proceeds after this. And and heck, mm-hmm. I, I, I want to see the North Pole. Heck, I wanted her to be able to ride in the, the sleigh. Oh, my gosh. So much. <laughs> Uh, there needs to be a sequel to this movie. Yeah. Um, I, I would say, yeah, I would totally be up for a violent night too. Like, oh, here man. we go again, you know, kind of a thing. But this time he starts off, you know, he doesn't have the the character arc that he does in this one. I, right. I thought it was good though. I got with the character arc. I thought it was great. He's down on Christmas. He's feeling bad. Is he, is he even viable anymore? Is he even needed? Right. You know, kind of a thing. And, um, I thought that was really good. And, and then, you know, this connection with this girl was great. So, um, so my two favorite parts, um, were the scene where he's in the shed and comes to grips with where he gets the hammer, finds the hammer kind of a thing. He's telling the girl and then, Oh, and that that was great. How he gets led to the hammer because, She's asking him, she, okay. So her, her Christmas wish is that her parents, her parents are divorced and that are, or I don't know if they're divorced or separated, but either way, um, her Christmas wish is that her parents get back together. And Santa's trying to explain to her, there are some things that I, and I loved how he, he explained this too. I thought this was great. You know, he's like, there are some things that even Christmas magic cannot, you know, do. And he says, for instance, you wanted, I don't remember what she'd wanted the one year for Christmas, but she'd wanted something. And he's like, I was, you know, that's not a problem. I can bring that to you. He goes, the next year you wanted to fly. He says, you know, it's a little different, difficult for Santa to make a little girl fly. So the next best thing I could think of was I bring you a kite so you could fly as close to the clouds as you possibly could. And I was like, oh, that's really good. I like that. That's really, really neat. And then she asks him about his relationship and if he's married. And he's like, yeah, I have Mrs. Claus and we've been together for 1100 years. And, you know, it's, it's hard. You have to work on relationships. And he pulls off his wedding ring and he's, he's taking his wedding ring off and he's looking at it and then accidentally drops it. And the ring's rolling across the floor and he's freaking out. I mean. I've been understandably. Yes. I've been there. Oh crap. I can't lose that. (laughs) You know, and and the ring rolls right to a sledgehammer and it was such a great scene. I love that scene. Anyway. Yep. Sorry. (laughs) Are we we good? Yeah. Okay. Set up the scene. Right. So, um, that whole, that whole thing where the, the whole, now the death squad comes in or the, you know, the, and then he does all the killing or all the defense stuff there with the Christmas music playing was good. Were you surprised that the death squad was already taken over by, Oh no, you could see that a mile away. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But that's okay. I I loved it because it gave us more, 
uh, it gave us more battles because I was like, there's only eight people here in the building. This, and we've already taken out two. There's only six left. And then when they showed up, I was like, yay, more death seeds. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. Steven. Uh, yeah. Right. Right. We're starting to see the real Stephen come out. I know. Everybody look out. The ex-pastor has <laughs> yeah, some yeah. problems. Ex-Baptist pa- pastor is is glorifying death. <laughs> you know, it's entertainment. That sounded wrong, too. <laughs> <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay. And then my second favorite scene was the Home Alone sequence. Oh, um, it so was all, in So... There's the one big bad guy, Bjorn, I think was what his name was when Santa Claus told his name. It's like, how'd you know my name? That guy with the gray beard. And yeah. And, and um, so he, I loved it when he goes to go up the ladder to the attic and there's the nail and he the makes this comment. The, there's yeah. the nail in, that you see stuck up in the, in, in the, the ladder. Stuff, and, in and he's, and he's making fun of the girl. Well, you've got to learn to hide it. That's the whole point of booby. It's not traps. a booby trap if it's not hidden. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yes. And then and then he he goes up the ladder just ever so. But then you realize that she sawed one of the one of the one step of the steps of- in half. So he hits it, and then he comes down. He falls, and the thing goes right through his chin. Oh. I squirmed so oh. bad. Oh, we all did. Everyone and did. Every time he kept moving around, and the girls start the one lady starts climbing over him, and, and oh, you. <laughs> You know the part that Brenda couldn't watch? Remember when Santa gets wounded? And, oh yeah. And he does his own little surgery job. Oh, mm-hmm. oh, that was oh that hurt. I was like, that is so studly. Brenda <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's when he takes off his shirt and he's got all the tattoos and yeah. Oh, um, the tattoo where you figure out he's got some kind of background because it was all this right. Nordic Celtic. And he's got all kinds stuff. of scars too. He had all kinds he's, of scars. Scarred up from other battles and everything. So. Right? Uh, yeah, it just made Santa really cool. <laughs> it did. It did. He was so, but Brenda had Brenda brought a blanket with her. She usually brings a blanket with her to the theater to cover up with because she gets cold. And uh, she's like covered her head up when he's <laughs> he's stitching his side. <laughs> and I mean, I'm having to look away a little bit too. And I'm like, oh gosh, that's painful but you're right. right when that nail goes up through his jaw oh my gosh that that was painful that was right. really painful and glorious at the same time <laughs> right and uh, you know speaking of could you see certain things coming you know here comes the bowling balls down and he gets hit and he falls back and there's all those nails and stuff that get him and then he right you know, gets himself back up and then well, he pulls out bowling ball thing that was used in home alone they, they actually, he actually used a bowling. Ball. Well, there was a swing. Yeah. Kind of right. a thing. Yeah. Right. So the, but uh, I don't, he didn't have the nails and stuff. <laughs> no, which was great. And you know, when he pulls out the nail and then he looks up at it, I'm like, okay, here it comes. You know, he's looking at the right. nail and then here comes a bowling ball. <laughs> well, and like the, the scene where she like gets glued to the floor and everything. The one like when she gets up in the attic and gets glued to the floor. Yes. Right. She gets glued to the floor. She does manage to get up, but her, she can't, she can't move. So she takes her boots off 
And I, I think they used uh, something similar to that in Home Alone. They did. They, they, it's they been did. a long time since I watched Home Alone, but they did where you were on ornaments and crap, right, you know, right. and you have to, but then it off. just yeah. it gets worse and more demented. <laughs> <laughs> right. I mean, she's like Kevin, but way more demented. <laughs> right. Yeah. Which is why she's better than Kevin. Oh, and we didn't get the whole stupid. Right. Uh, Shave yeah. scene. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. So um, I was going to get your thoughts on, I thought it was interesting. This whole concept of Christmas magic, you know, he didn't know how it worked. It just worked and stuff. I thought that was interesting. I'm like, man, after 1100 years, think I think Santa you better would figure something out. <laughs> yeah. Have a little better handle on it. But I loved how they brought in the whole, just like in night before Christmas, the twitch of the nose and up yes. to the chimney he went. And I Which it was just, uh, Tim Allen uses in the Santa Claus also. He uses that okay. same, same stunt because they, they've repeated it in the new series that's on Disney Plus right now, which we are currently watching, the Santa Clauses. Mm-hmm. And he, he goes to go up the chimney and puts his finger up beside his on nose. And, and he can't do it. it. It doesn't work, which happened to him, too. You know, I, uh-huh. I thought that was funny. I was like, oh, wow. Same similar thing is happening to him that happened to Tim Allen Santa Claus. Right. Yeah. Interesting. And part of me was like, why was it not working? Why didn't it work? And I think it was part of this whole Christmas magic was behind Santa uh-huh. needing to grow. Right. Or needing that, you know, it the because he was in the first, I think the first battle, the the first henchman that Santa runs into, he tries to do it and it's not working. He's like, it's no, come on, come on, you know, kind of a thing. And uh, I thought, and then it does work, you know, and Bjorn, <laughs> oh, Bjorn's like, work. where'd he go? He went up the chimney and, and John Leguizamo's character was like, oh, he had some kind of pulley, yeah, system. pulley system. He's like, have, have you seen that chimney? There's no one could get up that chimney, you know, that way kind of a thing. Well, what's even better is what, when he does it later with the battle yes. with, uh, the urge. so the last battle he does it you know he takes <laughs> Jala Guzama through him and then just right. blood blood goes everywhere and oh, it yeah. was it was awesome <laughs> it was it was interesting to say the least yes the I enjoyed how the movie would introduce things and continue on through them and the whole chimney sequence was one of those things yeah where it introduced and kind of continued on and brought it back. So everything that you see in the movie is done with purpose on purpose for purpose. Well, and Um, it was great when, when the, uh, when the bad guys have Santa tied up and they got his bag and they don't understand it and they keep reaching out, reaching in it and just keep pulling out (laughs) presents and presents and presents. presents. (laughs) Right. You're like, what is this? And he's like, it's Christmas magic, stupid. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right you know, what's wrong with you <laughs> <laughs> and they can't understand it because they can't believe it so you yep. know, yeah that was great i loved it so when the vault opened when they got the finally got the vault opened and stuff and which happened quicker than i thought but you know so be it. it's no big deal and the money wasn't there did you expect that or not i expected it only because of the story that the one guy said because okay. the one guy was telling the story about his Christmas presents and how he loved to open Christmas presents, even if there was nothing in 
the boxes. His mom would wrap up empty boxes for him, and he'd just be thrilled just to open a present, whether it actually had anything in it or not. And right away, I looked at Brenda. I go, there ain't going to be nothing in that safe. As soon as that happened, yep. <laughs> Same here. As soon as he said that, I was like, yep, there's nothing in the safe. And sure enough, the safe was empty. Right. And then my brain went back to, oh, the note the, the, note. the son wrote to his mom. Right. Right. Which, which was great because, you know, that was basically a middle finger to her. Right. Initially, it was a middle finger to her. But she picked up on it right away. Like, eh, okay. Well, we'll talk about this later. Yeah, and they do. Because They're, you initially just saved us all. Well, I mean, at least saved the fortune anyway. <laughs> yeah, I think Angie summed it up nicely. Foreshadowing. foreshadowing. There was tons of foreshadowing in the whole oh, yeah, the whole yeah. thing and stuff. Yeah, if you paid close attention, you could see what was coming up. For right. The By the way, Angie, nice uh, Santa Claus hat in your Facebook page. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, yeah, where's your skull crusher? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, man, that's what we need for this one. <laughs> we need Santa Claus hats and sledgehammers. All <laughs> <laughs> right, yeah, opportunity. <laughs> that's all right. It's okay. So, any other favorite parts that you had, or anything you want to chit chat about about the film? Um, I love. <laughs> The reindeers are great, and and I love it when he lands on the house and one of the reindeers crap on the roof, <laughs> and he's <laughs> he is so mad because he steps in it and he's right. yelling at him and oh, the, right. the relationship between Santa and the reindeers are hilarious, and he's like, this wouldn't happen with Rudolph, <laughs> right. <laughs> Makes you, which makes you wonder what happened to Rudolph. <laughs> and what's even better is, uh, you, you know, every year we see those memes of of Santa, um, you know, sitting on on somebody's chimney <laughs> like a toilet. Mm-hmm. I could so see this Santa doing that. <laughs> if if any Santa Claus is going to do that, it's going to be this one, right? <laughs> <laughs> he, he was so good in this way. And he looked great as Santa Claus. I got to say, he makes a fantastic Santa Claus. Yeah. Some people just don't have the right look. And I, I thought he was incredible. I I, I loved the beard, um, the suit. Oh, the suit. His suit. Did you notice? It was more like a leather. The the vest, the underneath the red well, not, coat. No, the coat was like a oh, leather the coat. coat. Yeah. And I... Yeah, I was like, oh, that's cool. It just made him look that much more badass. <laughs> <laughs> it made it much more better. better. I'm out of coffee. Mm. I'm empty. That's right. So, yeah, it was good. Again, we're seeing in the theater. Um, thoroughly enjoyed it. It is going to be a new Christmas. In my Christmas movie list, it's in there. Oh, yeah, yeah. I Every year I've got to watch Christmas Vacation, Scrooged. Uh, we try to get in uh, Miracle on 34th Street because that's Brenda's all-time favorite Christmas uh, movie. Muppets Christmas Carol. And Muppets Christmas Carol. Ooh, that's a good one. My yeah, fantastic. Honestly, I'm a big fan of anything 
uh, Scrooge related. I was gonna say you like the Christmas. Carol I love the, the yeah. I love the Christmas Carol. I I think it's an incredible Christmas classic, and there's so many good versions of that movie. But yes, this this has to go on my Christmas watch list, definitely. <laughs> and and I'm not one for the whole Christmas horror, and it's not really horror. It's more gore. Than it is horror, but well, I'm not. If you want horror? Go watch Crumpets. <laughs> and we might do that, um, but uh, I'm not really one for that genre. And but when the trailer came out for this, I was just like, "Oh my gosh, I got to see this! This looks fantastic!" And I have to say, the trailer lived up to it. It, it is it is as good as the trailer makes it out to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, some yes. some movies you, you see all the best parts in the trailer and there's no reason to see the movie and i was worried about that i was too i was too there was part of me that was like oh crap everything good we've probably already seen this is probably going to be a terrible movie and no it is a great great movie i love how, it. how many people were in the theater um it was pretty full it wasn't 100 percent full oh yeah i got a funny story about that <laughs> So we are over halfway through the film, right? Um, Brendan and I are sitting together. Megan couldn't make it to this movie. And uh, so I have an empty seat on the other side of me, right? This couple comes walking in. They have not been here the entire movie, right? They come in touting popcorn and toting popcorn and everything. And the guy sits down next to me and I see him looking at his phone and she's standing up there with a disgusted look on her face and side-eyeing me. <laughs> and I'm like, lady, what is your problem? And, and the whole time, Brenda's like, um, hey, people, you're making us miss the movie. And uh, I overhear them say, well, we've got G11 and G12. And, well, that's mine and Brenda's seats. And uh, I, I looked at him and I said, are you sure it's G? Because, you know, I'm like, maybe you got the wrong. And I'm also sitting there going, and why are you coming in over halfway through the film? Who does that? <laughs> I mean, right. What is wrong with you? You know? And then when I said that, he went, oh, I think we just figured it out. And then they both left. So I think they either had the wrong time or the wrong movie. Wrong theater. Them. Right. Wrong theater. Right. But it's like, um, dude, you can look at the screen and see <laughs> You are way into this film. Why are you here? <laughs> right. You know? Right. And, and and stay away from my seat. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure they hit the wrong theater number. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, it probably like, was. Like, but it was just funny because she's giving me this side eye. Like, I, you know, I stole her seat. <laughs> it's like, well, no, you did me. technically. No, I did number. <laughs> no, I didn't steal her seat. She was trying to steal mine. All right. <laughs> Look here, lady. I've been here for half the movie. Where you been? right <laughs> anyway i thought it was kind of funny yeah hopefully they don't listen to the show or watch the show or listen to the show <laughs> guess we'll find we're, out we're gonna get comments <laughs> right. oh, uh, uh, i thought it was i thought it was a funny story though excellent so well here Quick, give me side eye looks. Yeah, I, I just want to say, anybody, if you've seen the movie, please comment below. I would love to get your thoughts about this movie, whether on Facebook or YouTube. Um, let us know. Um, it would be good to 
uh, get your opinions. I would love to get your thoughts and opinions on it and stuff. So Angie just commented. (laughs) They were the ones spamming us. Right. (laughs) Could be. Right. All right, everybody. Well, um, I'm excited. Any final thoughts, Mike? Um, again, if you, if you're a fan of Christmas movies, which I am, I am a big fan of many Christmas movies. Um, and you're a fan of the gore genre, the whole, uh, and, and a fan of, of action in general, you're going to like this movie. It's Mm -hmm. really good. Um, if you, if you, if you don't prefer the gore, you know, if you, if you, if you're queasy of that, you're probably not going to like this movie because there is a lot of blood and guts in in it but uh yeah overall i think this is an incredible film it is a lot of fun you know uh yeah i i I say go see it go see it Mm -hmm. It, i was surprised at the heart it had in it yeah yeah, the the connection between santa claus his growth but the little girl too as well and oh one one other thing um well two other things i i wanted to mention this number one I wanted somebody to throw that freaking little elf in the fire. He was pissing me off. <laughs> the, the one of the bad guys, the one that had the family, um, you know, he was watching over the family. He, he's, oh yeah. In the fireplace room. Person. The grin. He's a little person. And I kept calling him an, a freaking evil elf all the way through the film. Okay. And I was just like, somebody just pushed that elf in the fire. Cause he kept, he kept standing in front of the fire. Um, I did find it hilarious when, uh, cause you know, the dad gives uh, Trudy, the little girl, a radio and tells her that it's like a one way radio that she can talk to Santa. Santa won't be able to talk back to you, but you can talk to Santa and tell him what you want and stuff like that. Cause he, he missed taking her to see Santa Claus. And uh, so she's using this radio and talking to Santa. Well, Santa picks up one of the radios of the bad guys that he kills and he's switching through the channels and he actually picks her up. So he and her start talking and that's how the two of them get connected. Um, so they start talking back and forth and then all the bad guys are wanting to know who this Santa guy is, you know, who did they hire to come in as Santa Claus and everything. And they're all like, we didn't hire a Santa. In fact, the grandmother's like, I don't do that. That's cheesy. You know? Well, it's at that point, she says, Santa's coming to kick your asses oh we forgot to talk about that too because mm-hmm. <laughs> he talked about shoving a piece of coal straight up their anus because <laughs> when she said asshole he's like all right you're on the nice list we don't want you to be on the naughty, on the naughty list. list right and she goes well can i say butthole he goes that's borderline how about anus? Well, anus is the technically. Term, so. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Right. Such a great scene. But um, yeah. So uh, uh, yeah. So the, you had the point where she informs them all that Santa's coming. And that's when the dad's like, look, I have to fess up. Santa's not real. And when he says that, that little freaking elf is like, Ooh, <laughs> And at that point, I was like, somebody punch him. I hate him. Right. 
right he was meant to be annoying yes oh he was he did a great job at it and i wanted him to throw him in the fire (laughs) granted they got him oh they beat the crap out of him right it was glorious. i enjoyed it but i still wanted him to take it further and throw him in the fire (laughs) sorry i'm violent (laughs) anyway that's how i felt Uh, okay (laughs) all right and that's all i got to say about that That's all I got to say about that. Okay, cool. All right. Well, um, hey, everybody, real quick, don't forget to, um, as we're closing out the show, don't forget to check out our Audible trial, audibletrial.com slash two geeks to get your, for if you've never tried Audible before, give it a shot. Um, You get a free audio book for 30 days and, uh, well, you get to keep it however long. Uh, kind of a thing that you want so it's yours to keep but uh, that first 30 days for free to try one and so then also and if you subscribe through our link we get a couple shekels yep Yes, we do. <laughs> also, uh, one more reminder, you can, if you want to support us, we have three tiers on our Kofi page, just like Patreon. So uh, co-fi.com slash two geeks, number two geeks. And um, check us out there. Don't forget, in two weeks, we're going to do a special Kofi members only mystery science theater 3000 style thing where it's going to be a, a webinar. We're going to watch a, a, a movie. Santa Claus <laughs> conquers the Martians. the Martians. And we're just going to have a great time together with that. So that's going to be in two weeks. So, all right. Um, if you want to connect with us, please check us out at show at two geeks, the number two geeks, Mike, And um, also just want to give a shout out. All things two geeks are on our website, two geeks, for our connection to um, all things two geeks, our merch page, as well as our uh, Facebook page, YouTube page, the whole gambit is all there on that site. Anything else I may be missing? Don't forget Christmas is coming up and, and yeah, you can get your two geeks merch. We have mugs, t-shirts, uh, hoodies, uh, all kinds of cool merch. Um, mm-hmm. and we got different, different logos that you can get so on and so forth. Um, <clears throat> also a shout out to our Kofi subscribers. Thank you to three geeky dads podcast. Go, f- go for Fluffernut, Sage page, Omega, Josh Wilson, my wife, Brenda, Angie, one of our Kofi family here, uh, Derek from three geeky dads and Megan, one of our other Kofi members here, our Kofi family here, our yep. <laughs> two geeks family here. Ah, okay. you're, you're getting it. It's all good. <laughs> Also, if you are not already doing it, please follow us on follow and like us on Facebook. Our Facebook page has been growing. Um, I try and be very regular on Facebook and post a lot of funny things. Sometimes we make announcements, so on and so forth. So check us out there. Um, Also, go and like and hit the subscribe bell and all the good stuff on YouTube. Every time you do that, that does help the algorithm so other people can see our YouTube videos and such. We'd like to see that grow some some more. Uh, We've had some growth on YouTube, but I'd like to see it bigger. Right on. Um, And I think that's all I got. All right. Well, cool beans. Well, Mike, I'll let you close this out. Everybody, thanks so much for joining us. It's great to have you to talk about Violent Night. It was good. So thanks so much. All right. With that said... uh, 
I know it's a little early, but Merry Christmas to all and to all a violent night. Thank you for joining us today on the Two Geeks and a Microphone podcast. Tune in next week when we will have more news and reviews. Until then, 